Hi, everyone. Welcome to In the Kitchen with Wynn. Today, I have our founder, Netta, with Awesome Bone Broth. Hi, Netta. How are you? Hi, Wynn. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Love your Thank show. You. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time of your day um, to chat with me a little bit. Um, I just wanted to know, I love your bone broth. I tried it and I have friends that have, have had it and love it. Can you tell, tell me a little bit about what inspired you to start your business? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's actually one of those stories where like it didn't, I didn't even mean to go into it. It just mm -hmm. kind of happened. Um, during the pandemic, I was just cooking um, mm. some broth at home. And I think at that time, everyone was really concerned about like getting sick and their immunity. Mm -hmm. So I was just sharing just natural, you know, immunity methods like mm -hmm. bone broth um, on social media. And then a lot of people were reaching out and asking if they could buy it. And I was That's like, amazing. Right. And I'm like, that's yeah. interesting. And then, you know, they weren't really asking um, if they could buy a little bit. They're like, hey, can I buy a gallon of it? Wow. It interesting. And then I started yeah. to pay attention to the different demographics that were, um, you know, that were wanting it and wanting it in such big quantities. And it was, mm -hmm. you know, cancer patients. It was pregnant women. It wow. was therapists, um, personal trainers. And I, then I started to dig into it more to see why. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's high protein content, vitamins, minerals, glycine, glucosamine. And I'm like, interesting. Mm -hmm. And so the that people reached out, I was like, wow, I actually have to really look into how to go about making this into a business. That's so awesome. So what was your first step when you decided to make it into a business? What did you do first? So I don't have much of an entrepreneurial background. I have more of a marketing background. So mm -hmm. as far as operations go and steps, it was very challenging, but taking it one step at a time, I think really was, um, you know, what helped and, you know, I not, love that. Mm -hmm. not looking at the whole staircase, but just taking it. <laughs> um, so the first step I took was to really look into what the county required as far mm -hmm. as, you know, permits go um, and making sure that I'm handling food safely and mm -hmm. in the way that they require. So um, getting my food manager certification mm -hmm. um, was the first step that I had to take. That's awesome. And, you know, I think that's so common among so many people who want to start their own business is, you know, just thinking about all the steps and, and all the things involved can be so overwhelming. So I love what you said about like not looking at the whole staircase and just taking one step at a time. Um, I still have to coach myself in that way too, because there's, as you know, when there's so much to be done. Mm -hmm. and it's so oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, I agree. And that's something I still have to tell myself every single day. If I can just accomplish one thing on my list, just one thing, that's one step forward, you know, towards my goal. So I love that. And so tell me where, like, where do you want, what do you see awesome broth in the future? Like, where do you want to go with this? Well, you know, I think that feedback from my customers have, has been really inspiring for me. Mm -hmm. I, um, if anything, they have contributed to um, where I see the business going in many different mm -hmm. ways. One, I see us getting to a point where we can be shipping nationwide. Mm -hmm. As you know, with fresh food, it's very difficult to be able yes. to 
to make sure that it's time and temperature controlled, um, that it's by the time that the person receives the product, that it's still in its original form. Mm -hmm. So um, those are some hurdles that I'm, you know, kind of going through right now. Packaging, mm -hmm. packaging has been such a nightmare for me. <laughs> Packaging is hard. And like mine's changed like 50 times the last year, you know. <laughs> it is just wild. And then, you know, you have to think about the weight of the packaging, right? And then you have to think about, you know, am I going to be using dry ice? If I am going to be using dry mm -hmm. ice when the person receives it, is it going to be hazardous to them? Are they going to hurt yeah. themselves? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Do I go about, you know, using gel packs? So I definitely see us, you know, jumping through those hurdles and getting to a point where we are shipping out nationwide, I do see us having retail locations. Like that's small, awesome. Tiny, like I'm talking like maybe 500 square feet and there's like a window. You know, I and love I, that. <laughs> I envision tables outside and plants everywhere and just having it be this like holistic healing, good energy space where people can just come and pick up their bone broth, hang out if they want. <laughs> so awesome. I would be your first customer. <laughs> yes, I, I like love it. it. When I would be getting your tips, I watch you all the time on Instagram <laughs> cooking and I'm just like, oh my gosh, is she like, can I come over for dinner? It looks so good over there. <laughs> the door is always open. <laughs> I've used your saute sauce in my bone broth. I actually have some customers that have um, asked if I can make it spicy and I put your saute sauce in there and I tell them, yeah. like, this is so good. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, you know, I'm Vietnamese, so I, I grew up eating noodles and soups and using bone broth. Like we've always cooked with bone broth and it's so good for you. But, um, but I know yours has something different. Like how do you, what's the, the thing that differentiates your bone broth? Yeah. So quite a bit of things. I actually was talking to a customer yesterday um, and she was telling me, poor soul. I love, like, I love yeah. being have these conversations because I feel like as a um, society, we want things that are convenient. We want things that are fast. And right. As consumers, we're, um, we easily buy into the convenience of things as opposed right. to um, its original source. So I had a customer yesterday and she's, I love bone broth. I have the powders in my purse. It's so nice. And, <laughs> and I had to break her poor little heart and just let her know how the powder is made. And what they do with these powders um, is that they actually, they don't even use the bone of the animal. They use the skin of the animal, the hide of the animal. They soak it in acid and then they boil it into a powder and they call it bone broth. Wow. It's like, you know, I like to also compare it to, um, you know, squeezing a fresh, you know, cup of orange juice. Yes. To getting a juice box or getting yes. a powdered orange juice. It's never going to be the same. It's right? never going to be. Yes. And then, um, you know, you walk into the grocery store and I'm sure that you've experienced this too, mm -hmm. when and you'll be going on an unrefrigerated, you know, um, uh, aisle and mm -hmm. see boxes of bone broth sitting there. And I mean, I think that most people just gravitate towards that because they really don't know any better. And right. like, that's bone broth, you know, that's just, you know, 
two for three dollars sitting right there. And the amount of shelf stabilizers these things have, I mean, natural right. authentic bone broth is supposed to just be good in the fridge for about four to five days in the freezer up to three months. Um, there's no way that it just should be sitting on an unrefrigerated shelf unless it has a lot of things inside of it to keep it good. Right. That really, um, I found one brand that keeps it in the freezer, but the amount of sodium that they put mm. in bone broth, I mean, it's crazy to me. It is so yeah. it's like 290 milligrams per cup of sodium. Wow. And when I think about that, I'm like, okay, bone broth is a natural anti-inflammatory, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're adding that much salt, it almost seems counterproductive to its natural properties. Right, right. For me, it's, you know, I read your story when about, you know, being frustrated and not being able to find like, you know, the different spices and sauces that you wanted in the, in the Asian food aisles, right? Uh Absolutely. Right. And it's like, you know, it's one of those things. Um, I think unless it's about educating people and consumers because, you know, we think if it's in the grocery store, if it's in a natural grocery store, it's good for you. But I agree. I mean, I like, I can't imagine I've never gotten bone broth in powder form. Like I, I can't do it like without knowing all the knowledge that you know about how it's made. Um, And I think that, you know, going back to the pandemic with people simplifying their life more, it's like, even just it, it relates to food as well. Like we should have ingredients that we can pronounce. Um, So there's, you know, I would say most of the things we see um, in the refrigerator and, and, and in the aisles, there's like, there's like all these different things. Like I can't even pronounce those ingredients. Um, so just like taking it back to the basics, right? And that that's really good for you. So I love that you don't put sodium in your broth. I don't like to eat with a lot of salt. Like sometimes the things we season, if we make it into soup and add a little bit of, you know, coconut aminos or soy sauce, that's like enough sodium for me already. Like you don't have to have that and, and add the other sodium-based ingredients to it, exactly. you know? Exactly. And I think that a lot of people are really fooled by the word organic. Mm-hmm. I that to be such a misconception in our society where people see organic, they're like, oh, well, it must be good for you. And it's like, well, organic poison is still poison. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think you have to be, people have to be very careful with that. Um, I've seen that on those unrefrigerated bone broth boxes where it says organic. And, um, you know, it's wild to me and going through the steps of, you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about of what makes, um, you know, awesome bone broths different than every other bone broth on the market Mm -hmm. is we also use really high quality bones. And Mm -hmm. that is so important because bones bioaccumulate. And what that Mm -hmm. means is what you find in the bone, you will find in the bone broth. So, wow. if the animal, for example, is on a factory farm and they never see like daylight, they are on mm-hmm. an unhealthy um, diet, they're living mm-hmm. in distress, you end up with a weak, brittle bone and you end wow. up with your bone broth. So it's really important to us. Like we, I mean, I spend probably 12 to $14 just on the bones per order. 
because wow. a very high quality bone from, you know, a pasture raised farm locally, we go and mm -hmm. we check out what their farming practices are, what type of land they're living in, what they're eating. So, you know, we do have higher price points, but for very good reasons, because we're giving, mm -hmm. um, you know, a quality, high quality, natural, authentic, pure product. Absolutely. Like for me, it's like, I'd rather not have it than to have like a like an unhealthy version of something, right? So it's like with bone broth, the same. Like I loved your bone broth. Um, and I've, I've read a lot of things about it too, like all the health benefits and it's good for your hair, your skin, it's anti-aging. <laughs> I mean, it is the most bioavailable right. source of protein and collagen your body can mm -hmm. consume. And there are a lot of studies that, you know, I don't like, I don't like to blindly like throw out, um, mm -hmm. you know, health facts without any sort of research to mm -hmm. support what we're claiming, right? Yeah. So the NIH has actually done a lot of studies on different components of bone mm -hmm. broth. So from, um, you know, the glycine, there's, there's a lot of glycine in bone broth. There's glucosamine that they found in bone broth, the collagen, wow. they found that um, the collagen in bone broth helps support the mucosal lining to help mm -hmm. gut health. So, um, I mean, I hate to say that it's like a blanket statement for everything, but there are definitely a lot yeah. of um, wonderful benefits, health benefits to drinking pure, authentic bone broth, not the powders, not the unboxed stuff. Yeah. The way That's so awesome. I just love how passionate you are. Like, I mean, I thought I know bone broth, but it's like, now I have so much knowledge and it's like, I love it. I love, <laughs> I just love how passionate you are. Um, so Netta, how do people order your bone broth? Where should they go? Yeah. So they can order it on the website. Okay. Not quite in as many stores as you are when, but you're very <laughs> no. one step at a time. One step at a time. I still have a long ways to go. So been, my goodness, I'm like, she is killing it. She's going to be like international soon. You're like, you're 55 stores, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I've been working cool. really hard. <laughs> so inspiring. And, you know, as for now, right now you can get it on our website, but hopefully that's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, it, everyone t starts their business differently. Like I just started, um, I just revamped my website so that people can actually just started ordering from my website. So, you know, so I kind of did it I started with a different, um, in a different way. So, you know, don't stop, just keep going. And it's great that they can order from your website. Like, I think a lot of consumers prefer that anyway, you yeah. know? So, um, and tell me what is the one big advice that you want to offer other entrepreneurs or other, um, other people that want to start a business, but are too scared to? I'd say just execute, just execute. Mm -hmm. Don't sit and think, overthink it. I think that waiting till it's perfect, trying to be like, oh, I mm -hmm. need to have the perfect name. I need to have the perfect brand colors. I think it can sometimes be such a cop out for ourselves to actually right. execute. I think just do it, get the name up, get the colors going, um, get whatever your product is, get your website up. You can always adjust. You can right. always, always adjust, but if you don't execute and you don't actually get it out there, then there's nothing to adjust. Right. right? It just stays kind of like a thought, but I think 
a lot of people, including myself, it can be scary, mm-hmm. right? Like you're like, totally. Oh. And, and, and you know what? Failure. I think that fear of failure, I don't think it's failure if you failed and you manage your failures mm-hmm. and it kind of becomes something else, right? Like who knows? Right. Maybe like, you know, it might not work out, but that might lead you to the next thing. It's a absolutely the only thing I see as failure is not actually executing. Well, if you don't fail, it means you're not even trying at all. So that's an automatic failure in my eyes. Right. So, um, I love that. Um, thank you so much for your time. You have taught me so much today. I'm so excited. Now I like want to go have bone broth for lunch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I get you some. I, you tried the chicken. I have to still get you the beef. Yes, I loved it. I love the chicken. Right. Which one is your best seller? Oh, I think there's, I think there's some technical difficulties. Oh. Sorry, couldn't hear oh. you there. Oh, well, that, sorry about that. Uh, what is your, which one is your best seller? You know, I would say that they're surprisingly kind of equal. I would say beef lawn, we launched with beef first, right? And mm-hmm. I like, you know, I know that a lot of people were requesting different things initially. And I think that's what drove us to get mm-hmm. um, expansive. But mm-hmm. initially it was just beef. Cause I was like, I can only really just handle beef right now. I was a one-man uh-huh. show. So um, sourcing chicken and doing that was a lot more. But as I expanded, we brought in chicken. Um, Mm -hmm. And I have different customers, like different things, like our beef, like my mom, for example, she like hates chicken. So she's Mm -hmm. like, don't get me the chicken. I just Mm -hmm. want, and then me and my dad love the chicken because it tastes to me like chicken soup without all the sodium. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. I've learned so much. Um, I really appreciate it. And, you know, best wishes on your business. I definitely will be referring plenty of my friends to you. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thanks for just everything that you do on Instagram and inspiring other entrepreneurs and people in the kitchen. You are amazing. Oh my gosh. You're amazing. Thank Thank you. you. Nice to meet you. Bye, Netta. Bye. Bye.